Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. You're back where it's at, where we slay all day while we drag our swag as we bring you the best of trending news, hot topics, and more. You're tuned in to Talking with T, and this is Tanisha Baker. I'm about to pop to the top of a new edition of what you shouldn't be missing. This is August 7th, and if you have been following the show, you know that there is a new theme each month. Since we often associate the month of August with going back to school, the theme this month is Know to Grow. In order to reach new heights and push beyond limits, you must educate yourself. As the now popular term says, stay woke. Malcolm X said that education is the passport to the future. For tomorrow belongs to those who prepare for it today. Happy birthday to everyone born on this seventh day of August. If today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mate, actor, singer, and comedian, David Mann. Today in history, in 1948, Alice Coachman becomes the first African-American woman to win an Olympic gold medal in the high jump during the Summer Games in London. The month of August is recognized as National Golf Month, National Peach Month, National Back to School Month, and National Black Business Awareness Month. Today is recognized as National Purple Heart Day and National Lighthouse Day. Now today, I want to drop a little knowledge on a segment I'm going to call Tease Truth. Often, I shoot out a reminder about the purpose of social media. I know that people use social media for a variety of purposes, and primarily, that is their choice. So, the following obviously just reflects my opinion. Social media is for social engagement, social entertainment, networking, promotions, keeping up with friends and family. It can be fun and funny. I can always count on social media for a good laugh or inspiration. Social media is not in OT for glorifying violence or hatred. It can inform, but not reform. It should debunk, but not derail. I see people posting the most inappropriate things. They openly argue with somebody. And a part of me says, I guess, you know, to each his own. But I do think it's disrespectful to post pictures or post that announces a loss in someone's family that isn't even your own family. Sometimes Facebook puts out the news before there has been time to contact the family. It's an awful thing to learn about a family tragedy on Facebook. And then people post these offensive pictures and such, and that's just messy. And sometimes posts are just nasty and vulgar. But like I said, if you're okay with the whole world knowing that part of your taste, then so be it. You have to remember that social media posts are a reflection of your character. People have been fired over their social media posts. People have lost scholarships over their posts. Was it really worth it? Well, while I'm venting, I have another suggestion. Please consider using words you know. Don't try to acquire an unfamiliar vocabulary to try and sound intelligent. Just be yourself and keep it simple. 
Also, check the dates of your news stories and make sure you aren't contributing to spreading gossip and rumors found on satire sites. And I'm going out on a limb here, but there are a lot of people that seem real thirsty for attention. I just hope you are getting the right kind and not more than you bargained for. I have a few more choice words on the topic of social media, and I'm not trying to offend anybody, so you can choose at your own risk to continue to read about my thoughts through my latest blog, which is located on my webpage. That's www.talkingwithtea.com, and just go to the tab Mark T's Blogs. Now, there is always proof of the truth, and lies never rise. I say what's on my mind each and every time. I'm spitting truth out to you cause who gonna check me, boo? This was T's Truth. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're inside talking with T.
make note of a couple of happy highlights. Virginia Atlantic Airlines won a $945,000 lawsuit and the owner, Richard Branson, who credits his success to his employees, distributed all of the money equally among his staff. Every two weeks for the past 34 years, Marcos Perez has spent two hours donating blood at the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. At this point, he just passed the 100-gallon mark, which means he has contributed to saving thousands of lives. Perez says he donates because when he was a baby, he needed a blood transfusion, and now he is returning the favor. And now it's time for our Monday Minute Quick Bits. Usain Bolt, identified as the world's fastest man, loses the men's 100-meter race in the World Athletics Championships in London to Vol for Life VFL Justin Gatlin. Harvard's incoming freshman class is majority minority students for the first time in history. And because this next story is so common, I'm just going to drop it on in the quick bits. Wayne Welsh, who is an assistant police chief in Louisiana, has resigned from his position after posting a racist Facebook post. There is a petition circulating to ban R. Kelly from Atlanta radio stations and to revoke the concert planned for August 25th. Don't touch that dial. I'll be back in a while. After this week's tip from Tarika. Hello. This week's tip is go ahead and tackle bullying at the beginning of the school year if possible. When I say go ahead and tackle it, that means parents of students this year, day one or the first week, go in, talk to the school administrator, talk to the teachers and ask them what is your policy and procedures for bullying. See what they say, write it down, ask them do they have that in writing somewhere, get you a copy of it, make sure you keep it. Then you also share with them what your policy and procedure is for bullying. This is what I've told my child to do. One, if somebody says something to you that you consider is bullying or if they do something to you, okay, tell. You know, back in the day, we could just, somebody hit you, you hit them back. Somebody do something to you, you do it back. Nowadays, with not County, you can't do that. So. The way that we handle that is we tell first or we let let it be known first. It ain't, and it ain't snitching because you tell your kids to tell the person, come on, let's go up here so you can talk to this teacher so I can let them know they need to handle you. See, it ain't snitching when you let the kid know this is what I'm about to do, this is what we're going to do. You can raise your hand and make a grand announcement in the class. Miss such and such, can you get a Byron right here? You know, he's got some issues today and I'm not the one, okay? You tell your kids do that three times. Tell you three times. You document it three times. Now, you've already told these people what your policies are. I done told my child he's going to tell you three times. After after that third time, he's going to put some hands on them. So once you get to that third time and they put the hands on them, they're going to call you or they're going to get suspended or attempt to suspend your child. That's when you go back in there and you have something to work with. You go ahead and tell them, see, here's your list of procedures. 
Pure Mind, which I have given you documentation on it. You can email them and tell us. This is what I told my son. Go ahead, be on alert. Let these people do their job. If not County is truly a, or if any school is truly a zero tolerance for bullying, you make them be zero tolerant. Stay on their behinds. Get in it before it even happens. Go ahead and save your kids the agony. Deal with it. Let them know you're not going to take it. You're not going to deal with it at all. So go ahead and let them know. Well, now we got a problem. Now I got something to work with because my child has told you this many times and he still has an issue and feel like he has to protect himself. And if he has to protect himself, then I got a problem with you all not keeping him safe. So, therefore, get this bullying thing taken care of. It happens. It seems like it's gotten worse than it was when we were younger. Now they got the cyberbullying and all this other type of things that they can do now to terrorize and harass each other. Go ahead. Deal with it. Lay it out. And that is my tip for the week. Well, now it's time for our trending news in review, and I have with me today our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam, to cover our hot topics as well as the Crazy Chronicles. Well, I want to start off with a story about three teenagers who attempted to rob and kidnap a 20-year-old woman from Columbia, South Carolina. Now, around 1 in the morning, they approached the young woman with a gun and robbed her before forcing her into her car. Once they realized the car was a stick shift, of course, one of the criminals ran and the other two made her drive to the ATM. After they told her that they had planned on really harming her, she threw the car in neutral and jumped out. So the police later arrested a 15-year-old and 17-year-old. So first of all, I've noticed that these violent crimes are being committed by younger and younger people. Secondly. If they had been able to drive a stick shift, she may have ended up in real danger. Uh, you know, just as a point of reference, criminals, you need to be able to drive the getaway car. But, right. you know, right. But this is a serious story. I mean, three teenagers, when they first, you know, they said three teenagers. I don't know what I was thinking, but I wasn't thinking as young as 15 being involved in something like this. It seems like they're getting younger and younger with doing these mm-hmm. violent crimes. Well, uh, there was a story not too long ago that we talked about out of Chicago, and they had robbed a man at gunpoint, and the kids were six and eight. Yes, I remember And I'm like, what that. a six-year-old. Yeah, what a six-year-old know about holding somebody up at gunpoint? That's a kindergartner, isn't it? Yes, it is. That's mm-hmm. That's that's sad. You know, think about what our kids were doing at six and eight. They sure right. wasn't robbing nobody. I know that's right. Well, last week, just as soon as we talked about Scaramucci's wife divorcing him while she was nine months pregnant, the next news story I saw said that he'd been fired from the White House as the communications director. So that makes the third communications director since May. And Scaramucci only made it 10 days. So this happened after he went on a rant about his co-workers saying that they were paranoid and mentally ill. And reportedly, Trump loved what he said, but John Kelly, the chief of staff, didn't find Scaramucci so amusing. So poof, he was gone. Just like that. As fast as he can. Just like that. Mm -hmm. Why is Donald Trump running a temp service? 
<laughs> I was just thinking that. I don't know. I guess they'll just keep playing round robin until they get it right, until they get somebody that agrees with everything he wants to do. And I don't know when that's going to happen. <laughs> Never. Right, right. And this man done lost his wife fooling around with Trump. Now he don't even have a job. Don't have a job, don't have a wife. And <laughs> don't start. have nothing. Mm-mm. Well, as I mentioned, um, we have several stories that landed in the Crazy Chronicles today. And the first one is about a Pennsylvania man. He's in trouble because he threatened to kill a Wendy's employee after complaining he didn't have enough cucumbers in his salad. And then this nut goes into the restaurant, starts yelling at the uh, employee, saying, if I had a gun or a knife, you would be the first to go. Threw the salad in the worker's face. Okay, so then when the police arrived, he was sitting in his car with the windows rolled up and wouldn't get out. Now, I did have a question as why he was still there. But anyway, when he did roll the window down, the police told him he was under arrest. He started to drive away. So now he faces charges of assaulting an officer, disorderly conduct, and making terrorist threats. And he ought to feel bored and foolish with all this because he didn't have some darn cucumbers. I don't know. Is there a certain amount of cucumbers they put in your salad? I mean, has he been counting them or what? <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking. But that was like, okay, well, it landed in the crazy chronicles because it was crazy. But look, this is just as bad. A Chick-fil-A in Florida was trashed after a teen boy started arguing with the staff over getting some cold chicken nuggets. And so the manager just locked up the store because I guess evidently he was making a big scene or whatnot. But then these two women came, and they started beating on the doors trying to get in. They even broke the door handles. And evidently they were there because the boy was their brother. So the employees told them, you know, that the boy had been given a full refund, but they still trashed the restaurant. And I guess the sad thing about this story is that there were children in the restaurant, and they were scared and crying. But I'm like, okay, first this man goes ballistic over some cucumbers. Now, these people done went and tore up a Chick-fil-A because they got some cold chicken nuggets. And that's a lot. They need a quick line on Chick-fil-A. You don't never get nothing cold at that mug because they get it out in 2.5 seconds. So they didn't stop the lines <laughs> of that Chick-fil-A because that's the Lord's restaurant. They're going to they gonna get it. They're going to get it. <laughs> criminal file, David Blackman, called the police at Fort Walton Beach, Florida, to report a burglary. He claimed to be a drug dealer needing some assistance, saying that a thief broke in his car and stole $50 in cash and a quarter ounce of cocaine. So they were searching for the missing items where they said, he said they were supposed to be, and they verified that the things were missing. But while they were looking, they found a second bag of cocaine found a crack rock and a crack pipe, and then they read him his rights. And I'm just thinking maybe <laughs> he obviously isn't just a drug dealer. He must be a drug user because if that ain't about the stupidest thing, how are you going to call the police and tell them somebody stole your drugs? And I'm just sit there while they're looking for it, knowing that you own the drugs, that you don't consume all the drugs. <laughs> I know that not. I just, I don't know. Well, dang, the Crazy Chronicles on fire today. Okay, I got another story. <laughs> it's about Monique, and I think you pronounce her name, Badoni, 
who had to appear in court on the charge of a DUI driving under the influence. She came to court so intoxicated. She was smelling like alcohol, and it was so strong they ended up doing a sobriety test, which she failed. And then she was supposed to appear in court at 1, didn't get there to 2. So they asked her, you know, if she had driven to court, and she told them, no, she was driven by her boyfriend, Trevor Martin. Well, he ended up being arrested for possession of marijuana and drug paraphernalia. So I have nothing. Pam, I'm... Help me out. So let me let, let me let me rewind. Let me go back. So she already has a DUI. She mm-hmm. comes to court, is drunker than Cootie Brown. Right. And then they ask her, did she drive? She said, no, my boyfriend drove me. So he's actually in the courthouse too, and mm-hmm. he has weed on him. Yes. That, there that you have it. Evidently, that little that one sandwich short of a picnic, both of them. Who does that? I, I have no I have no more words than this none. Yeah, none. Well, okay, I'll move on to the last story. If we didn't have enough crazy news for today, this I'll do it. Dennis Strickland out of Iowa got busted when he tried to deposit a million dollar bill into the bank. So it was reported that the teller was suspicious because he had never had more than five hundred dollars in his account. I'm thinking she should have been suspicious because the U.S. Treasury has never printed a million-dollar bill. So he was arrested. A million-dollar bill. <laughs> he was arrested, but not for that. He got arrested because he had a pack of uh, mess on him. But a million-dollar Where did he find that out of Monopoly game? Like, what? He must have. He must have made that up. <laughs> and then he, like, literally took it to the bank to deposit it. Like, okay, now I'm a millionaire. But he wanted to go to jail too. What is wrong with these people? And everything, and drugs is always something that they have on them. So just say no drugs because it really alters your mind state. Yeah, or stay home with it or something. I I just don't know. (laughs) If if there are, maybe there's some rules. Is there a rule book or something? I I don't know. Because some of these people need help. Hi. We have to investigate that because something don't seem right. Right, right. Well, you know, that's it for this bit, and hopefully we'll have Professor Jay back with us next week. He's preparing for his first day back to school, and we miss him, but I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know, Jay, he's going to say it. All right, now. Well, friends, we just don't have time to report everything on the show, but you can find out more information on the stories we report by visiting the Talking With T webpage. Stay engaged and keep up with trending news and hot topics by visiting www.talkingwitht.com and following the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Join me each day on social media to participate in conversations and debates as we highlight news, stories, and issues from the community, the nation, and our world. If you have a nomination for Hometown Heroes or T's Top Teens, please visit www.talkingwitht.com and help me celebrate positive people doing good things. Well, once again, we've come to the end. Remember, you can listen to Talking With T anytime on your time by tuning in to Blueberry, SoundCloud, 
iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spreaker, or Google Music. New shows will continue to drop each Monday. Now you can visit the webpage and the latest edition of Talking With T will play immediately. In the meantime and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. It is the mark of an educated mind to be able to entertain a thought without accepting it. Aristotle. Remember where you heard the word and keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.